Before we get started on today's show, I want to tell you guys about the Colorado Hawks. You probably saw us wearing those Jokic for MVP shirts on the post-game show a couple weeks ago. If you want to pick one up, you can go to JokicForMVP.com, and all the proceeds for those shirts go back to the Colorado Hawks. And if you don't know who the Colorado Hawks are, they're an affordable athletic program that's never turned away an athlete for costs right here in Colorado. They're celebrating their 25th anniversary of helping high-level athletes win college scholarships. And they're all about the kids. So the proceeds for those shirts at JokicForMVP.com go back to the program, go back to helping kids play sports at a really high level here in Colorado. So check them out, JokicForMVP.com. Do you hear that? Do you feel that? Yeah. Oh, the healing sound. It feels good to be back, man. It feels good to be back. Unbelievable. It feels good to be back. What's going on, guys? Welcome into the DMVR DMVR Nuggets post-game show. We are presented, of course, by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up at DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Harrison Wind hosting tonight. We are joined, or I am joined, by uh, two... Extremely good-looking gentleman. <laughs> twice, twice in two shows. Yeah. Just look good today. You know what <laughs> I think? It, you know what I think it is? What's Dev. that? It's Dev. It's Dev. Uh, listen, I'm willing. Like if ten plus five makes like a seven and a half, I'm good, dude. That's the <laughs> that's, average. I have no that's idea what. That's the average. Perfect ten, five, oh, seven and a half. I'm a dude. ten. Okay, I'll well, take that. Harrison, you know. This. I'll take that. Also joined by Dev Johnson. Why don't I get like cool things on Twitter like uh, D line bucks and stuff like that? Like, well, because I, I mean, I draw all these things, I make them, and then they're sent back to me. Oh, yeah. so I'm talentless. That's what you got to you got to give to receive. <laughs> yeah, I think is gotta, what D line. You got to give to receive, my man. J- well, I think you give a lot. Granted, you you give, give a lot of. You hand show. out winners. You yeah, hand out winners. You hand out actual money. I definitely. <laughs> end up, I need to start getting thank yous. That's what I need to start getting. Do you just want to take uh, take a victory lap on all the bets you hit tonight? I mean, I. I really am on a streak on like going on the opposite teams guy. Yeah, I pinpoint the the guy each time and I'm not getting enough credit. But when I was on a streak of getting it wrong every time, oh, they noticed. Oh, they noticed. (laughs) Did you hit Kendrick Nunn tonight? Of of course I hit it. I hit it by 0.5. That's even the best part. I mean, that's better than hitting it by like five. (laughs) It's better, honestly. I hit yoga triple double. You probably hit some stuff too, D-Line. I did. Michael Porter Jr. threes. And... Time itself has not stopped. The Jokic assist total hit again. Of course it did. Nuggets get the win tonight, and damn, did Denver just need this one, man. They (laughs) needed this one. We needed this one, but, like, the Nuggets really needed this one. A blowout of the Miami Heat, 123-106. to Somewhat competitive first half, and then just Denver put the clamps on and blew Miami out in the uh, fourth quarter, really started in the third quarter. Um, top takeaways from tonight. I mean, I'll just start off super broad. Like after everything that happened over the last 48 hours, the vibes were terrible. It was emotional. I mean, you could just hear it in Michael Malone's voice, like over the last two days, post game after the Warriors game, pregame tonight. It's been a tough 48 hours, man. It's been emotional. When an injury like that happens to anybody, it's tough. When it happens to your second best player, it's even tougher. But they just needed this one so bad tonight. And to get it in the fashion that they did with Michael Porter Jr. having a big night, triple-double for Nicole Jokic, the bench, the bench showing signs. P.J. Dozier, dude. Yeah, I mean, Denver just needed this one so bad. It's true. I mean, this was a healing win. Like, this reminds you that the Nuggets – it felt like the the absolute darkest timeline, like all was lost. But you're reminded, like, oh right, um, this team is full, is full of great players. And Michael Porter Jr. answered the call. Like Michael Porter Jr. is has been activated. He yeah. really seems um, like somehow he was playing down earlier this year. Like seeing him now, like what this man is capable of, which we knew. But we the question was always like, is he ready at this exact moment in time to step up? He seems ready, man. Was that your biggest? takeaway from tonight dev just mpj kind of stepping into that void that jamal murray left yeah um of course the mpj like that was the storyline heading into the game but also just like everyone else like filling the void and then stepping up um we know that that backup unit hasn't been 
um, the best as of late. Yeah. Um, and, and they've been pretty lethargic. And then for them to come out and in an emotional game and, and, and knowing what is on the line um, and bringing it all like that, that was the biggest takeaway for me. Uh, they had a lot of people step up. J. Mike, um, P.J. Dozier, like the, the, the bench unit really did. Faku had a really good game. Everyone um, knew what they had to do, and they did it. And, and that was while Jokic was still looking like the MVP and still like in cruise control uh, for most of the way. So I think that it was just the importance of everybody knowing we're still here. Like that's right. what I feel like it was. It was really a statement game in every way. Well, that's the thing about losing Jamal Murray. Nobody on this roster is going to just step in and – replicate what Jamal Murray gives. No, It's going to be a team effort. Yep. You're going to need Porter to have nights like this. You're going to have need Aaron Gordon to have nights like this, 16 and 9 tonight on 7 of 11 shooting. You're going to need a 17-point game here and there from Jamichael Green. You're going to need P.J. Dozier to do what he did tonight. So I totally agree. It was a classic team effort win. It was, it was great. And the, a lot of role players that have been sort of not – knowing what they were supposed to be doing, not really fitting in. P.J. Dozier, Faku Campazzo, um, even Jamichael Green. He had some rough moments, but he was nails behind the three-point line, which is exactly what you want out of that guy. Like A lot of questions about how each player's role was supposed to be filled and played were kind of answered tonight. Like having Faku on ball, mm-hmm. running that second unit, like all of a sudden a lot of things just like really snap into focus and make a lot of sense. Yeah. Definitely want to hit on the bench a lot. I want to get to Porter's night though, because for me, the biggest storyline over these next 18 games, 19 games you're including tonight, the biggest storyline over the rest of Nugget season is how Michael Porter Jr ups his game and steps into the spotlight with Jamal Murray out. He's got an unbelievable opportunity right now. He's got an opportunity to help lead the Nuggets into the playoffs on a really good note. Personally, he's got an opportunity to earn a max contract coming up this offseason. What he did tonight I thought was really impressive. 25 points, 10 rebounds, 10 of 14 from the field, three blocks. And I thought aside from a couple plays here and there, I think there might have been two plays where he lost his man on a pretty bad back cut, but I thought he played a really good defensive game tonight. Yeah, I would say that the defense is really what like got me going and, and got started. Yeah. He's really just attacking like guys at the rim. They're going up for dunks, and he's like going after everything that they put up. He's so long, and he's such a capable defender, and for him to like apply it, like that's been what the difference is. And also, when you get yourself going on defense, the offense just naturally comes. You're already <laughs> such a like a special offensive player, um, but for you to also get it going on defense, you're gonna get rewarded for those type of like like things. Like you see Jokic in your and like everybody else is giving you extra plays. Everybody is trusting in you, and then also Malone is trusting in you. He's putting you in situations where you can prove yourself. There's still those like small plays, like you said, but. You could just say, like, Michael Porter Jr., like, his his growth as a defender is, like, one of the biggest, like, things of the year. Totally. That really goes, like, under the wayside. People don't really, like, talk about it enough. Um, but he is, like, locked in. You could tell that he's, like, progressing and he's he's doing his homework and, and watching all of this film. He's getting so much better. Totally. I mean, two months ago, three months ago, we were talking about if Michael Malone can trust Michael Porter Jr. to play him in, like, big moments in playoff games. And... Look, he still has a ways to improve as a defender. He still needs to get better, but Dev's right. Where he was at at the beginning of the season to where he is now, you're just so much more comfortable. You're so much at more at peace watching him defensively. Yeah, my, I mean, Michael Porter Jr., like, we bring this up all the time because it's so true. Oh, king of the game, Michael Porter Jr. King of the game. Look this was that. an easy one tonight. Michael Porter Jr., DraftKings king of the game. Look at that. Look how nice that crown fits on his head. Even Duncan Robinson can't knock it off. It's unbelievable. <laughs> 25 point. T- that's the other, like, his, uh, his nose for rebounds is, like, really coming out. Like, he's a bit, like you're saying, the progression and understanding where he's supposed to be on defense, being in the right place positionally, switching at the right times, not just being in no man's land. I mean, oftentimes early on, there'd be a major breakdown. It would just be, like, Michael Porter Jr. just standing, looking around, mm-hmm. um, you know, teams picking on him in the bubble and all of that's i mean it's just 
it's just gone. Like Michael Porter Jr. is like learning how to play in the system that's pre presented to him, and he's thriving. It's totally. like everything we always thought he could be, and he's just it's happening right before our eyes. And that was another big takeaway from his game for me tonight on the offensive end of the floor. You really saw this against Boston, where he like wasn't playing within the system. It seemed like he got a lot of just kind of the shots that yeah, Denver's totally. offense doesn't want to produce. Like the contested pull-ups, the fadeaways, the ISOs. <laughs> you really saw that against Boston. Golden State, he still didn't shoot well in that game, but I felt like he got back to his game and back to playing within the Nuggets offense a little bit more. Tonight against the Heat, he was in Clay Thompson mode. Like, I can't wait to go back and watch the dribbles that he took on his 10 made field goals tonight because it didn't seem like there were many. He played within the Nuggets offense tonight, and it can just be so easy for him. It's, it's so easy for him at 6'10 to get the shots that he wants within this offense if, if he wants to get those shots. Yeah, I think a lot of the times, like, thinking about with, like, MPJ, like, in particular, like, a lot of the times, like, you don't have to learn the offense. You are the offense. Yeah. I'm and, not a, and yeah, I'm not he, a business He's a man. player like that. Where <laughs> he is the offense. Like, the, the offense is to give me the ball, and then you guys, like, operate – but it, it, it takes, like, knowing the spacing, knowing where to go on cuts, knowing how to operate alongside Jokic. And now that he's at this point, now the game is starting to snap to him. Now it's starting to come to, like, where he knows exactly where to be. But also his teammates know, and, and that was always the idea, that we do not have to set you a screen. We do not have to, like, get you to come off of any. Once we give you the ball, you could, like, you already, like, do the step back shots. Dude. You already, like, shoot off of the dribble. You already could create for yourself. Now it just becomes easier. Like, a lot of his baskets are easy baskets. So easy. Like, that he does, he's not even trying. And then there's the ones that – I don't know if there is a bad shot for Michael Porter Jr. That's the thing. Don't. He takes those contested threes, but he's shooting something like 50% on catch and shoot threes on the air. You're just like, all right. Yeah, and his <laughs> three-point shot is unblockable. His yeah. shot is unblockable. Yeah. And God there's a few it, players like that in history, like Kevin Durant, Dirk Nowitzki. Their shots just can't be blocked. So right. there is no contested shot for him. But now it's starting to come easier because he does know where to be. Um, and, like, that's just, like, been, like, part of his maturation process of just knowing where to be on the floor and then going to get it when you have the opportunity. We already know he's happy when he can go do whatever yeah, he dude. wants. But now that other people know how to operate around him, I think that was the key. Like, what do I do when Michael Porter Jr. Sure. gets the ball? Now yeah. they know, like okay, we, we know to just cut or just go do what we have to do, and he's going to make the right play after that. So oh that's just, like, been a part of, like, what he's been working on, and now it's it's starting to come into, like, effect. Yeah. Important note in the Super Chat as well. Also unblockable, unblockable right now, from three. Yeah, can we check out what Faku Camposo is uh, yeah, well, like, over his last three games? Like here? I'm going to look it up real quick. from three? I think he's missed one over his last three games. Or so he missed two tonight. He went two of four tonight. Three of three against Boston, two of two against the Warriors, two of four from. I don't even. What is Fuck? Is he? The, is he the greatest player that's ever played, or <laughs> completely unplayable in on an NBA game? And it just is a night to night. But then, dude. There's something about just Faku being given the ball, being on ball, running the offense, making those crazy passes. Mm -hmm. Faku playing off ball makes absolutely no sense. We've said it every year, or every time this comes up, it makes no sense ever. Faku playing on ball doesn't make sense either, but it works. Like, yeah, it's incredible to see. Like when he's really in his bag, you're like, oh right, the magician. Yeah, I can see where that came from. Yeah, hitting threes. What is this? What, what am I dead? What happened? Yeah, I mean. The thing is, he's just not missing anything. He's not missing right? anything. He's not missing the threes. Um, well, he's but, he's like only taking threes. That's another yeah. thing. He was two of four Ooh. from three tonight, three of five overall. He was two of two from three against the Warriors, two of three overall. So he's just only taking threes too. Yeah, and and a lot of times, like, not to say that we make excuses, but we also oh, like boy, here we try to figure out ways to like try to get guys going. And Faku has found ways to get going because he's making those shots. And, and we don't think he's a bad player when he's making shots because he, regardless, even if he's not making shots, he's still playing hard. He's still bringing the energy. He's still, um, you know, doing everything he can, like locking down on defense and trying those things. <laughs> it's just when the shot is falling, like it, it like basically amplifies him. It, it gets him like, so, like going in so, such different ways because you're like, that's the flaw. The flaw is that offensively he just can't keep up. Yeah. But when he's making shots or if he's finishing – 
then it just it becomes like a complete player. That's when you see Faku like doing everything else because the passes are they're they're impeccable. Like the the passes he makes and the decision making that he has with the ball and the way that he gets guys going and even just the idea of that people run harder when they know that he has the ball because they know that they're gonna find him. And and and, and that's what I was like like starting with is when Jamal Murray's not there, Michael Porter Jr. knows, like, I have to do more. I have to do this. It's like a comfort level. <laughs> He's like, I or get, just making I get to do more. <laughs> so now I think that it's the same thing with Fafu. He's like, okay, Monte's in the starting lineup. They yeah. have to go with me tonight. Like, I'm the option. I'm comfortable. I could just play my game. Like, now I could just work on making the extra passes. Now I can knock down my shot. I yeah. think it's just like the, the nerves are down, and that's when we start to see Faku there's, at his best. There's, like, it is such a better reality when you're rooting for Faku. Yeah. Like, when Faku's out there and he's, like, in people's face, he's, like, agitating, he's, like, bouncing around, he's being the, the, the termita or whatever they call him, um, you're like, you know what? Basketball's fun, guys. I know that we've been riddled with pain and we've been uh, punched in the face and our faith has been shaken but when you see something like when you see Faku playing with joy you're like yeah like I don't want to get into how exciting Faku is to watch for me because that's that's a subject of, of great uh, <laughs> debate on this show my, my excitement rankings but he's a very exciting player he's so to watch. excited he's very fun to when watch. he's playing when he's in his bag it's just like joyful it's like yeah. the little little baby globetrotters yeah <laughs> but Faku Faku is a ball is popping player I think he, he's a guy who loves to share the ball, who loves to pass, who loves to get others involved, who likes to get the ball popping in the half court. We got some uh, super chat shots, I guess, coming up here. But the key to the Nuggets, I think, offensively surviving without Jamal Murray, and I said before the show, and I think we're all in agreement, they'll probably be fine offensively without Murray. The key, though, the key is not more ISOs for Michael Porter Jr. No, the key no, is no. not ISOs for Aaron Gordon. The key is to get the ball moving, play Denver Nugget basketball, play that free-flowing offensive style. And I felt like tonight, 33 assists on beautiful. 48 field goals. It was the beautiful game tonight. It so it that, that was off, big. It started off like a little rough. Like yeah. Gordon and MPJ were cutting at the same time. Like, the focus wasn't there from the start. There well, were a bunch of turnovers in the first quarter. Nine turnovers right off the yeah. bat. It didn't even feel like it was focus. It was just like uncertainty. They were playing like t in a timid way. Yeah. They like didn't want to step on each other's toes. I mean, these roles have to be completely redefined. We had Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic that were the, the hub of the offense. That two-man game was, you know, when things got rough, like that just was the answer. And obviously that's not here anymore. So now we have to figure out like what our new bread and butter is. But... You know, luckily, there's just like a lot of butter on this team. Bread, the bread and butter of this team from this here team, on out team is, is going to be get five players in double figure scoring like they did tonight. Yeah. Like share the ball, awesome. get everybody involved, play play Nuggets basketball, I think. I mean, yeah, it makes like the complete like it just makes sense because everybody's trying to figure out what they do. Like when you have Jamal Murray. Look, I was I was once in this relationship. Okay. Oh okay. And in oh this boy, relationship, what she taught me to do was to double dutch. Do you, have you guys ever double dutch? You talking about uh, uh, with uh, jump rope or jump with rope? yeah with uh, the jump rope? Okay, so jump you, rope. So were you what? dating a seven year old? No, 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 no. Were you also it, seven? I was younger also. <laughs> okay. But with the double dutch, you just kind of don't know when to go. Like you're trying to get your flow. Yeah, so you got to time it right. Because yeah. if you make the wrong timing. Then it could hurt you. Like yeah, those sure. things, kind of yeah. like they're hard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, so from her, I won't tell her name. Jasmine. Oh. <laughs> Shout out what, Jasmine. What Jasmine taught me was you have to go in at the right time. If you don't, then you're gonna get popped. You're gonna get burned. And I think that that's what happens with them. Right now, everybody knows what they're supposed to do. They're not jumping in at the wrong time yeah. because like they, they they don't have the thing that could pop them. They're like, hey, I got your back. They look around and and they have it. So can right. I see something? That's what I have. Can I see something? Yes. Whatever happened with Jasmine? Um, <laughs> she, she moved went away. To school. She, <laughs> yeah. she went to different schools. You oh, break well. it now. You kind of go. All right. Let's see this super chat here. Uh, from Dylan. Is. Does that say Moutier? Yeah. Oh, is, is I, thought, worth I, a look? I didn't know if I could see or if that was actually Moutier. Can is, you read it? It says Is Moutier worth a look at bringing in for the rest of the season? Maybe. Oh, a reunion can spark something. Yeah, Kale clicked off of the screen right as I was reading spark, it. <laughs> um, can oh, spark okay. something in him. Yeah, maybe a reunion can spark spark something in him. 
Uh, yikes. I don't want that. I don't no, want any, I, I think want no part of that. Austin Rivers <laughs> is unequivocally a better option than Emmanuel Moutier. I mean, I love the idea of Moutier coming back, but it it's sort of like uh, we're talking about like that would be the hero's, the prodigal son returns, right? Was he ever? Pr- I guess but he it, was prodigal for <laughs> a, a moment in time. Yeah, but I, I don't. I don't uh, let's just say no. Okay, next question. <laughs> All right. Uh, we were hoping to. Yeah. All right. Let's let's take these and. Uh, you're not even gonna do the. It's uh, clear. All right, guys. Take a smell. Jubilee. 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 My brother. Let's go. Uh. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Good man. Thanks, Josh. Oh man. All right, so I want to um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to continue with the bench because I thought it was another storyline tonight. Um, Paul Millsap and Jamichael Green were the backup bigs of choice tonight. The the much maligned bench, the much maligned Millsap Green duo. Uh, I got news for you guys. Whoa! Nuggets were a plus ten in the Jamichael uh, Green Paul Millsap minutes tonight. A plus ten. Well, to be fair, everyone on the Nuggets was, was in the plus. I mean, they just absolutely beat the brakes off the Miami Heat. Yeah. But a lot of that has to do with one tiny Rayito, one tiny King, one Faku Campazo really had that second unit working together in a way like. It started off early. The, er, the first stint with the bench was Jamichael Green and Paul Millsap like playing off of each other. Jamichael Green trying to do some dribble penetration, get into the lane. It was a disaster. They were plus six in that first stint for the. Record. It, but it, it well, it wasn't pretty. The but... first part of the first stint. right, and right, then it, right. And then it like started. Then PJ Dozier started playing. Then yeah. like all of these other players that sort of like took the emphasis off of those two guys and just allow. Uh, Jamichael Green to just hang out from behind the three-point line and be the three-point specialist that we know he is, and he was tonight. He was Four or five from three. Paul Millsap, still, like, a little fuzzy as to what he's able to bring to this yeah. team, except for, like, very obvious goaltending blocks. Right, that was a very obvious goaltending. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like, the point being, like, it having players on the floor that don't necessarily work together doesn't matter when the unit works as one, mm-hmm. right? Right. So... I don't know. It was it was beautiful to see. Beautiful to see. Um, I thought PJ Dozier was great tonight. So great, dude. Plus twenty. Uh, we always talk about PJ Dozier has these ridiculous <laughs> plus minuses. He's either like a plus twenty or a minus twenty. No in between. <laughs> he was a plus twenty tonight in twenty eight minutes. Six of ten from the field. Three of five from three. Fifteen points. Four assists. Two rebounds. I mean, the biggest thing I noticed about Dozier tonight was like he didn't force anything. This is kind of the same point I was making about Porter. He played within himself. He played within the system, aside from a couple shots in the second half that were the bad Dozier shots. But he played his game. He was great. Yeah, I wonder when they go through, like, film or, like, just talk about it, is that a conversation? Like, hey, if you really go through, like, your best five games, they've been when you've gone through the flow and when everything has flown through you. Like, it's just it just operates in such a different level because – I think that in his head, mentally, I think he thinks he's the scorer. He's the guy that has to operate. He's the guy that has to facilitate. But I don't think anyone else thinks that. Like, on the on the, the reports from the other team, like, the game plan is not in that second unit, stop P.J. Dozier. It's like, <laughs> like make sure that the ball PJ. is not <laughs> popping around. Make sure that, you know, like, ev- like, they're not able to get these guys, like, into, like, any type of rotation. It's also the defense. Like, I think yeah. that that's, like, super big. But... I know that like when Dozier plays his best is when he's not gunning for shots or anything like that. It's like when everything is simple for him and and he's just within the flow of the offense because he's such a like a versatile player on both ends of the court that it kind of comes easy for him. He gets yeah. out in transition, he scores, his shot is falling. Um, he has other guys around him that can put him in open spots. And also, I know that the game plan is hard because you don't know who it is that you could go through. I think that that's like what makes uh, the Nuggets second unit so like good and, and, and different is because who do you go after? Like, yeah, you're like, who is this small Argentinian man? Like, I don't, I've never seen him play before. Who I, is this guy? Dude, this is why this, the regular season is incredible. Like now we're talking about that the bench is unstoppable. You don't know who to stop. Last two games ago, they were the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. And the real thing I want to point out here is the big difference between 
tonight in the last two games. Number one, two very important factors. Number one, Aaron Gordon went back to the cornrows. Very mm. important. Aaron Gordon, thank you for watching the show. Thank you for taking suggestions. Number two, the number two most important factor, Dev has returned to the set. Yeah. Dev was gone for two games. The worst thing, the Nuggets Nation fell apart. My dreams all shattered. We lost two games. I lost purpose. And now here you are. This is the time what when happened? Dev should ask for a raise. Like, what's happening? What like, we're back, baby. <laughs> Dev. You got to tell our boss this type of stuff. Like, Adam, you're out there, man. If you're listening <laughs> to this, like, you're this chat. type of stuff, man. Because, like, you guys don't show me that same type of respect in the slack. So no, is- no. I mean, I, to be frank, I don't feel it. But now I'm realizing the air of my ways. We need talking about. That's All right. what we're talking um, about. I want to talk about the bench a lot more because I think there's a lot more to talk about with that second unit. And, I mean, there, there's more to talk about as well. Monte Morris, Nikola Jokic, Aaron Gordon. A lot more to get to. We've got Brendan Vote on the Zoom right now talking with P.J. Dozier, it looks like. So we'll get to him in a second. Uh, let's hit our first break, though and then get back to things hassle cattle company guys the best damn wagyu beef around we're getting it at the bar soon Yo, right I pretty have. soon Dude, momentarily I, yes, yes it should be friday we're gonna have it friday available uh as our primary hamburger meat wow that's where you get the dmvr bar wagyu beef on our house hamburger that's what you get here. this is the best beef in the world yeah i had the most delectable piece of wagyu beef the other day, ribeye. I cooked it for myself. It was after the first loss that Dev abandoned us for. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what I felt? I felt a lot better. Nice. It soothed me. Well, you can get it at the uh, DNVR bar, Hassle Cattle Company. If you're not in Denver, if you're not at the bar, you can get delivered to you. Go to HassleCattleCompany.com. Use promo code DNVR10 for 10% off your order. That's promo code DNVR10 for 10% off your order. Any orders over $200, you will receive free chi- free shipping uh so check them out hasslecattlecompany.com uh we've also got to talk about DraftKings here if you guys listen to the pregame show oh my God, you made a dude. ton of money tonight the Jokic triple double the kendrick nunn points rebounds and assists every mpj, MPJ over. three yeah the mpj threes the, it turns out again time itself has not stopped Jokic yeah. assist has hit once again yeah but it, everything MPJ right literally everything all the MPJ overs. Midas touch. Midas touch. Midas touch. <laughs> if you guys aren't signed up for DraftKings, this is the time to do it. Um, right now on DraftKings Sportsbook, they're putting you in the center of the action with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. Turn $1 into $100. It's really simple. All you have to do, if you're a new user, pick any basketball team to win their next game. And if during that game, the team of your choosing hits a three, you bring home $100 in free bets. Make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. If the basketball team of your choosing hits a three, that's code DNVR to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only, new customers-only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Yeah, the team you should pick, the Denver Nuggets. They're going to hit some threes, baby. Who, who do the Nuggets have next here? Who do we got on Friday? The Rockets? Uh, on the road in Houston? Yeah. We got the Rockets in Houston on Friday. I like the Nuggets in that game. I like, dude, until further notice, I mean, we had this grand path laid out that we had where we were just looking ahead essentially to the championship. Which may, <laughs> we may have been putting the, the horse before the, or the cart the, before the horse a little bit. The cart bit. before the horse, yeah. But this Nuggets team is still sound. Yep. Aaron Gordon was a real pickup that it like enhances the team in a way that we didn't have before. Even with Jamal Murray's like unbelievable offense and like what his heart and his soul and what he brings to this team, irreplaceable. I mean, it's you can't even begin to think about replacing Jamal Murray. But like you can adapt and you can, you know, rely on different parts of the team that were maybe before uh, in the shadow a little bit. And, um, you know, Tim Conley and co have, have really put together a really solid roster. Every nugget is good. I mean, we joke about it, but like this team is, there's not a single bum on this squad, which is not something you can have. You, we could have said really any year of my NBA fandom. Like there's always minimum one bum <laughs> and we're bumless. This team is bumless. And 
you know, like when things are flowing, when people are feeling good, like everybody's quality. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say another thing about PJ Dozier because look, Dozier's a guy who, how old is PJ Dozier? 24, 25, I think. Um, he's a guy who is right now on like his first regular NBA contract. He was on a two way deal last year, but I mean, he's still looking to, for the lack of a better word, just get paid. Like that that's the reality of it. When you're a guy like PJ Dozier who comes into the league as an undrafted guy who gets to a roster on a two-way contract, you're looking to carve out a career for yourself. You're looking to get paid. And I mean, part of me can't fault him for looking to be super aggressive and looking for a shot at all the, at, at all times, but I love the point that Dev had when like if the Nuggets are looking at film, it's got to be so obvious that PJ Dozier is at his best and he has games like tonight when he just plays within the system. So that was my other takeaway from from Dozier's kind of season and tonight. I, I'm not surprised that he's super aggressive, but it's so obvious that like this is when he's at his best. It's also really quick. It's funny too. We were watching. We were like, oh right, like PJ Dozier is just a younger. Um, uh, Will guy, Barton? No, the guy we're about to pick up. Oh, Austin Rivers. He's a younger Austin Rivers. Like they're a very similar type of player. Like a larger guard can shoot from the outside. Big guard. Facilitate. But I'm glad that you brought that point up about, like, Austin Rivers. And if you just look at the history of, like, gunner type of players, they're always on the move. They're always always on bad teams, too. They're always on bad teams. They're always on bad teams, and they're always bouncing around. Jordan Clarkson bounces around. Your guy, Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford, (laughs) he's everywhere. Yeah. But a backup point guard, they're usually there for, for a while. Like, when you think about backup point guards, they're usually a fixture in the, in that because like they 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 form like a niche and they stick to it and that's what PJ Dozier needs to do he needs to find like what he is he and stick to that being a gunner I, I mean it, it's good because like people need scores but when you're not scoring what can you bring like what are you bringing to the table so it really he really has to try to transition like I understand that like wanting to be aggressive and all those things but when you look at those guys they're always uh, like having to go around and I don't think that Dozier wants to be that type of player. If you want to make money and for a long time, find your role on the team and, and stick with that. Yeah. I thought another guy who really found his role and played within his role tonight was Aaron Gordon. Aside from one three-pointer, there was one three-pointer Aaron Gordon took that we were like, oh, that's that's an Orlando Magic Aaron Gordon shot. That's not a Denver Nugget Aaron Gordon shot. But the key for him, and this kind of also goes into the key for the Nuggets offense, staying afloat without Jamal Murray. It's not more ISOs for Aaron Gordon. It's like more cuts. It's more duckins when Jokic has the ball in the paint or at the elbow. It's just more activity. And I thought he was really active tonight. And he had a great night, I thought. <laughs> 16 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists, a couple nice passes. He had that one really nice pass to Jokic where he fed him in the post. Um so it was very nice to see Aaron Gordon kind of step up a little bit. And we know he's capable of this. We know and, he's capable of this, right? And you talked about, like, the activity. Like, when you, like, go back and, and, and think about the points that he had, they're on put-back dunks. Yeah. Like, he had a couple of put-back dunks. He's, like, the, the cleanup man that just always is active and always around the rim and knows where to be. And, and when you play hard, like, good things happen to you. And I, I feel like a lot of the times – he just scores from being at the right spot, like yeah. rather it's an open pass or also like working hard to get like um, around the defender so that he could get a rebound and go right up. You don't have to run offense for Aaron Gordon, but now not having um, Jamal Murray, I think that's where those shots are like a little bit different because he has to be aggressive. And I know that the conversation was, hey, you have a like you have to like step up in different ways. Um, so that was really good that you know we got to see him like take more shots in a game. I hope that he gets more comfortable with that because they're going to need that, um, especially on nights that, you know, like this was a night that the bench unit stepped up like really, really big. But there's going to be nights that they're not, you know, having those type of nights. So it's going to be on him to try to get it going. He's also a starter. He's also like the big acquisition. So you do have to put up. Yeah. Let me ask you, how, how are you guys feeling? Where, where, I mean, where are your vibes? And I know that I'm immaculate. We're, we're the vibes are healing. How are you feeling about this team at this exact moment? Um, they have Rihanna playing in the background. <laughs> Money on my mind, you know. Is that what- and I feel like I do this every single time <laughs> the song comes on. So I'm, I'm, in, a, I'm in a good mood. Yeah. I'm in a good mood. Does feel like positive about this team moving forward based on uh, 
Rihanna and some sort of money motion. All right. Yeah. Yeah, like my heart still hurts. My heart is heavy. Like I can't go into full like overdrive mode. But like this was this felt satisfying. This felt right. like reassuring. This felt like like a hug after like a, a hard day, you know? Yeah. Um and I really hope it just is is a sign of things to come, obviously. The Nuggets played in such a way that it was like not fluky. They didn't just like get away with one. I mean, totally, they just yeah. bludgeoned against Miami the quality Heat. team. Yeah, a, a team you may recall was in the NBA Finals last year. Right. Um, and they just didn't really even have a chance. So, you know. Those are my vibes, too. Um, I don't know if, like, how far the Nuggets are going to go into the playoffs this season. I don't know if they're going to get back to the Western Conference Finals, but they're going to be okay. Yeah. They're going to be okay throughout the rest of the regular season. And I'm pretty confident, like, they'll have a good showing in the playoffs. They're going to be okay. You know, they're not, they're not going to fall off a cliff. They're not going to fall out of the playoffs. They're going to be fine because they have the MVP of the league. They have really good supporting pieces. And this is the value that you see when Tim Conley just absolutely packs a roster full of talent. Yeah. This, this is what happens. So I'm kind of with you there, Dylan. Yeah. How are you beyond Rihanna? How do you feel about the team? I mean, it's hard to think beyond. But like, what, like you know, in, in the chat, Haley Kill said it. Like, this game felt like a, a hug. It felt like a hug. It was like a, a bounce back game. Like, I feel like the the, the team. First is off, like, I said that. She just repeated. <laughs> oh, whatever, go off. I don't know. Do we know for sure who said that first, Haley? And, and, I don't and, know. And, I'm gonna go with the more attractive person. <laughs> I thought we established that I was attractive at the beginning. He of the established show. that. He established that. Um, but really, I, I I feel like the team like knows that each guy has their back and they like they're playing for a bigger purpose. Um, yeah. I I feel like guys know that they have to step up. Um, there's still like a lot of expectations and they they had a goal like coming into the season and and they're like you know this happened, but also we still have the same goal no matter who's here. We like this was something that we came up with as a team. And we still have the team, like, um, so I, I, I'm really high on them right now. Um, what it's 18, 17 games left, and, yeah, and I really 18. feel like they're they're gonna play inspired ball. Like, I don't think that it's just gonna be like smooth sailing from here on out or anything like that. But I do feel like they still have the pieces, they still have the the blueprint um, to go out there and play hard. So, like, why not? Why like why not us? Why not a Fraud yeah. City's back, baby. I again. Smug life felt good. Our big market energy. We tried it on. It didn't really suit us. <laughs> it resulted in the, one of the more tragic things we've seen from this Nuggets uh, team. But uh, this feels right, right? Like the we're doubted again. Exactly, we're, man. We're the, we're the underdog. Like no, like people have, are definitely writing us off. Like uh, from what I understand, um, Dame Lillard is back in the MVP conversation. He is, <laughs> even though they lost last night. <laughs> Just the point being, I mean, this is, you know, we're, we've got them right where we want them. Dame Lillard was in the MVP elsewhere. conversation for legitimately three days, I feel like. Three days. But, no, to your point, look, this team has always had an incredible amount of belief. And Jamal Murray's the heartbeat of this team. But they've got a lot of other guys who were on that playoff run last year who also have an incredible amount of belief. Monte Morris, Nicole Jokic, Michael Porter Jr., Will Barton, Paul Mills, like all these guys went through the war last year. And we know that this team thrives with it when everybody counts them out. We know this team thrives when their backs are up against the wall. That's when they really play loose. And tonight felt like a night where they played super loose. Yeah. It really did. Tonight felt like a night where they said, all right, like whatever. Nobody expects anything of us the rest of the year. That's fine. We know what we're capable of. We know we've got the MVP. Yep. We know we've got a ton of talent. We know we have a really good coach who believes in us, who we believe in him. Let's just go out there and play our game. That's yeah. what tonight felt dude, like. Dude, the vibes are in that. The vibes mm. are in that from here mm. on out, dude. It's, well it's put. in that time. Well put. Well put. We got uh, Brendan Vogt joining us momentarily, I think. Uh, I believe he's wrapping up the Zooms. Um, who else should we go to next here? 
Mo let's go to Monte Morris next. Monte Morris, baby. Let's go to Monte Morris. His, in Monte, we trust, In Monte, man. We, he, we trust his uh, minutes restriction was lifted. He was able to play more minutes. He was able to play alongside the starting unit. Makes so much more sense, obviously, yeah. than Faku Campazzo playing that role. Um, because, again, Faku Campazzo only makes sense when he has the ball in his hand. And Nikola Jokic is the, co the, you know, the, the, the hub of that starting unit. So it just puts Faku in a strange place to begin with. But Monte Morris, like we saw just a little bit of that two-man game with between he and Jokic. He got a couple like mid-range shots out of it. Mm -hmm. He was knocking down his shots. Mr. Nugget, um, I mean, it, you'd be hard-pressed to find a member of this team that didn't play in a manner that didn't fill you with confidence moving forward. Right. Monte, obviously, no exception. Right. I mean, Monte as a starter, just it just makes complete sense. Like, he's the, he's the calming force. Um, he gets things under control. I mean, S even saw like a, a cool stat to probably go back and look at. Like when he's a starter, is there something that different, like different that happens in the third quarter? Just because he does like calm things down. Mm. They're like never like the pace is never pushed. Um, he's never too high or too low. Like things just like seem to be like, you know what you're going to get like every single time like that. He is Mr. Nugget. Like he's going to go out there. He's going to set everybody up. Um, if there's a run, he's going to answer. I feel like he answers back and responds to every single run. Um, that's just like the type of player that he is. And that's what makes him different from Faku. Faku is a player that comes in and gives you like a boat of energy. Um, he, he he brings like everything like back to life. Like he's a player that you like if you want to speed up the pace. But Monte is cool, calm and collective at all times. So just having that 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 change of pace, I think that that like goes a long way for the Nuggets. Um, so Monte is the guy and Monte we all trust. Yeah. I feel like Monte's got a great feel for when to get guys involved, when MPJ's got a hot hand, when Nikola really needs the ball. He's just got such a great basketball IQ, such a great basketball awareness. He can sense those types of things in the game. And he's an elite game manager, man. Like, oh, there goes my phone. He, he's an elite <laughs> no game manager. No one call Harrison. He can't answer. <laughs> he, he knows when to get guys the ball when they need it. He knows what spots guys like the ball in. And it seemed a little shaky at the very beginning with Monte uh, in that starting line. The beginning of the game was just shaky. Like, all in all, the beginning of the game was just weird. But he settled in and no turnovers tonight for Monte Morris. No surprise there. Um, I, th I think it's going to work. So a, a great game for Monte, I thought. Settling. It just This is another thing. It just, it's, like a, it's like a warm glass of milk. Yeah. Monte comes back. Just like pets your head and he tells you it's gonna be okay. Thanks, Monte. I appreciate that. Yeah. I needed this. I had a I had a tough last couple of days. I'm not gonna lie to you. Tried you to watch did. basketball yesterday, and then I realized I had no interest in it. I had people hit me up before the game, being like, "I don't know if I can watch the game tonight." <laughs> and, and my response was, "Okay, like yeah. you you can you can take a night off. That's okay after after what's happened." Yeah, my heart my heart has been hurt, but you know we'll slowly build it back. We're, yeah. we're we we've got each other. We've got. Uh, Inat life, Inat yes. vibes. <laughs> Apparently, we're now we're pronouncing that wrong. What, what do you want for? I mean, we're, How we're pronouncing it not wrong. A short A, Inat, 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 Inat. I don't, whatever, Inat. You'll tell us. All right, uh, we'll have Brennan Vo joining us from the Nugget Zoom in a couple moments here. Let's hit another break though uh, before we get to him, and we gotta talk about Gabby Insurance, G A B I. Get a better insurance, Gabby.com backslash DNVR or slash DNVR. That's where you want to go. Gabby customers save $961 per year on average, and they'll never sell your info. No annoying spam or robocalls. What you do, go to gabby.com backslash DNVR. Put your info in, your car insurance, your home insurance. They'll run your numbers against 40 of the top providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers and tell you where you can save money. So again, uh, get a better insurance with Gabby. It's totally free. Gabby.com slash DNVR. Gabby.com slash DNVR. The chat beside themselves. At warm, what? Warm milk has thrown the chat into a tizzy. Apparently no one is familiar. Like listen, no one drinks warm milk. It's just a, it's what you give a baby to calm them down. I don't or drink me. milk anyway. I, I I like milk, but I you know, if you drink hot chocolate, that's warm milk. Anyway, go ahead. Anyways. Um <laughs> oh. <laughs> I get the warm milk thing now. There you go. 
<laughs> Warm milk is disgusting. You don't say that to grown-ups, though. We're just nothing but grown-ups. I assume there's nothing but children in this chat. The way this All is. right. Um, Chevalier Mortgage, guys. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all of your options with Mike and Virginia Chevalier. Uh, taking out a mortgage can be really stressful. They make sure it's not. Um, you can call them directly. You can visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Uh, they're great at what they do. They're DNVR members. They're part of the family. So hit them up if you need any uh, mortgage tips. If you're looking to take out a mortgage, if you just want more info, dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. And also with Zoom Care. You never have to go to a doctor's office again. You can talk to your doctor, get advice, get your problems checked from the comfort of your couch. You don't have to wait in a waiting room. You don't have to wait in that other waiting room that you go into after the waiting room. You don't have to do any of that with Zoom Care. Schedule now, www.zoomcare.com, Z-O-O-M-C-A-R-E.com to schedule your appointment today. Also, Zoom Care. I didn't even know that Zoom Care will be opening a new clinic in Lodo. What? On April 16th. So then you. There's a clinic that then you don't visit? No, you don't visit. All right, let's go. You talk to them from your couch, <laughs> but they're in Lodo. It's good to know that they're in Lodo. Yeah. All right. So they're they're well, in I, uh, they're in the three. Presumably, if you first talk to them and then it is decided that you should come in because your ailment requires yeah. more than warm milk, then you then have you, that then option. You right, then good. you have that, that option. That makes sense. <laughs> All right, back here on the uh, DMVR Nuggets post game show presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure to use code DNVR. When you sign up, we've got Brendan Vogt joining us momentarily. He sent me a message like 30 minutes ago that said he was close. I know we, we've been teasing Brendan Vogt for like 20 minutes. <laughs> but 30 minutes later, <laughs> you guys, uh, we're don't still wait. Brendan him. is coming. <laughs> yeah, uh, he is coming. I, I want to hit on a couple more points on Michael Porter Jr. because I just really think like this back half of the season, these next two months into the playoffs can be so defining for him. So defining. And I've got to think just internally if like you're thinking about Michael Porter Jr.'s mindset, he's a guy that I've got to think will really relish this type of moment. Like coming up, he was the guy, number one recruit, number one option. And I've been saying this all year. He has just so expertly amended his offensive game to fit perfectly next to Nicole Jokic and Jamal Murray. Now the answer for him with Murray out isn't to take a ton of ISOs. It's not to just focus in and get tunnel vision and look for his offense, but he's got to be a little more aggressive. I've got to think for him, he's got to look at this as just the ultimate opportunity to just ascend into this vacancy that, that Jamal Murray's kind of left The ascension? Here. Are we on the cusp of another ascension? <laughs> well, the arrival clearly already taking place. Now, the ascension? Yeah. Does he have 10 ascensions? Th this would only be the second career ascension, I think. The second official ascension well, after the Jamal Murray bubble ascension. He, uh, wait, I don't understand the question. He's had zero ascension. You only ascend once. Yeah. I feel like you've said it over 10 times. Well, I was so. talking about Jamal Murray. That was his ascension. Mm, let's see what we MBJ get arri the, the arrival, I but now. put MBJ ascends in the dumb man. Uh, so, yeah. Kale, Kale, they're using my young brain. It's happening, though. Like, we're, we're watching the. We're if it's going to happen, this this is the time for it to happen. Listen, we are Michael Porter Jr. has every skill imaginable. And he's already ascended this year, probably. Like, he's already taken a I mean, huge had, step this year. Without question. I mean, it, this whole this year has been ridiculous for Michael Porter Jr. We started off early. We had the COVID stuff. We had wasn't playing. We had wasn't getting the minutes. Then out of place. And then he's, like, just slowly coming along, coming along. And now we're, like, you see what it looks like when he is able to just stop thinking and start playing. And he's incredible. Michael Porter Jr. is transcendent. Like, I feel like Doc Rivers should be fired again from Philadelphia <laughs> for not, for passing on him twice. Yeah. Can you believe this? Like, 13 teams, 12 teams passed on Michael Porter Jr. in this draft? Unbelievable. Like, the, the fact that he fell to the Nuggets, like, this is like a, this is kismet. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful, another beautiful gift from above. Thank you. Basketball yeah. gods. You uh, take it and you give it. MPJ, we've already seen everything with him. Like, we've seen him broken. 
Um, we've seen like Malone have to be very, very strict with him, like so that he could learn um, what's going on. Um, and he's also been a person that has said all of the right things. Yeah. Like he's like a team first type of guy, and he's proved that he could like play alongside those guys and play off of the ball. But also, we we know that there's been like the devil on one side, sure. and, and you know, and, and angel another, and, and it's just like they're telling them like, hey, say all of the right things. But we know what you are. When you get the opportunity, you take it. And right now, he's in an opportunity where he gets to take it. Like he, he's in a situation that it's like, you go score, you go do what you do. Jokic is on the other side. Jokic has your back for everything else. But this is what you do. And now he's like. He's played the right way for so long that it's okay for him to take extra shots. It's okay for him to try to get himself going offensively. It's mm-hmm. okay for him to do all those things, but he still has all of the small intangibles that he le- like worked on along the way where he's going for blocks, where he's playing hard, where he's like laying it all out there on the line. So now you're starting to see like this is part of his real ascension um, where like all eyes are on him. Like it's it's, it's Jokic's team, he but it, it's yeah. all eyes on Michael Porter he's, Jr. And but that's really what I was saying it. a second he's, ago. He's like you've got to think deep down. He's like, all right, I want the pressure. Oh, I want this. the moment. Yeah, he's built for this. He's been waiting for this. Like every one of his uh, little basketball stops along the way since he was in AAU have been cut short. Yeah, he, he just continually is being sidelined by things that are out of his control and i'm sure he's just been dreaming about this for years yeah the ability to come in and and, you know understand the nba game but just again like get to the point where he's just acting instinctually and doing what comes natural to him and not worrying about whether or not the light is green like the light is green dude like now he's just shooting um without any with with reckless abandon but like you guys said, like in the flow of the offense, it's, um, I don't know, man, I'm feeling some kind of way about MPJ mm. feeling some kind of way, like feeling like, uh, you know, like the nuggets, nuggets are going to make a little noise still. Mm. They're going to make a little noise. Mm. So tomorrow we've got a really cool show coming up for you guys. 2 PM, 2 PM with Vic Lombardi. You know, we always say, like, we are Denver here at DNVR. Vic Lombardi is Denver. Uncle Vic. That dude is Denver through and through. I got to tell you, like, Vic Lombardi is, like, so important to me in my life. Like, I've watched him after every Broncos game. When he made the jump to altitude, I was so excited because then I got to watch Vic Lombardi cover my favorite team, um, even if now we can't watch it. But the first shirt I ever made, like, the first thing I did is I got a hold of Vic Lombardi on Twitter, and I hand delivered a package to news four and i wrote to the in capital letters to the vic lombardi and i don't think he got him or cared about him at all so uh but i'll bring it up (laughs) Uh, paul Millsap is not my dad vic lombardi is my uncle though for sure that's for sure yeah everybody knows that he's my dad's brother for sure actually um it's a west side connection (laughs) he is west side who is your dad do you have a dad I don't understand why you're asking me questions. <laughs> yes, I have a dad. Yes. And what if I did it's it? What do Paul? I say that? Like, no, no, man. Yeah, you I don't realize, ask me those type of questions. I realize about my halfway life. through the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, have a, I, have a, I have a cool dad. Yeah, I'm cool dad. Yeah, uh, tomorrow at 2 p.m., though, Vic's going to be in studio. So I'm guessing he's going to be sitting right there on that couch. Um, yeah, so that should be a lot of fun. We'll, we'll get his take on this Nugget season. Got to tune in. Yeah, got to tune in. Set your alarm. Subscribe to this DNVR YouTube channel right now. Hit the subscribe button so you get that alert every time uh, that we've got a show coming up. That's the best way not to miss it. Guys, Nikola Jokic tonight, we haven't even talked about him at all. Uh, 17 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. He got the triple-double on one of the last possessions he was in the game for when he got three offensive rebounds on the same possession. It was a thing of beauty. But he gets a triple-double. Not the biggest stat line from Nikola Jokic tonight. What's going on? I was in the getting chat? killed for my terrible question. <laughs> was I just meant, it was horrible. I meant if not if not Paul, then who? Paul is all of our dads. All right, go ahead. <laughs> oh man. Um, anyways, what I what I noticed about Nikola Jokic tonight, and pregame, we talked about this. How he's really got a lock in right now. He can't let the refs bother him. He can't let anything else bother him. He's got to lock in and really be the steward for this team without Jamal Murray. There was one call at the very beginning of the game that he kind of got a little upset about. 
after that, it felt like he locked in. He, he's His facial expression didn't seem like it changed the whole rest of the game. He, he seemed like he was just focused from that point on after the first couple minutes. And this is the type of game, this is the type of mentality that the Nuggets are going to need from him from here on out. I think it was like a, a perfect uh, start for the um, the Nuggets in this third, you know, the third restart or whatever. Um, yep. Just to see Jokic go with like, just like his traditional type of uh, triple-double. He didn't have to go out and, and exert all of his energy to like pull them off a win. He didn't have to like do too much. He played within himself. He like had help from others. And that's how I think it was good to like start out this whole thing. If he has to go out there and put up 45 points, 40 points, like, you know, like these other MVP, uh, like, you know, candidates or whatever. I think that that's like a rough way to start out his whole process because he's like looking forward. Like, how am I going to do this for this long? And also, like, can my body do it? So for him to go out there and do it and just look regular, like this looks like the beginning of this, like the year where when Jamal was trying to get himself going. And Michael, Port I mean, sorry, and Jokic was just like, I'm still going to play my game. I'm still going to do what I do, and everybody else has to just kind of figure it out. Tonight they figured it out. So I, I think it was great to see, like, you know, like everybody else, like, step up for Jokic. And, and I'm not going to say give him the night off because he didn't take the night off. He had a triple-double. Triple -double. But he didn't have to do too much yeah. for it, and, and that was yeah. great for him. He was locked yeah. in, man. You just right from the right from the get go, he scored the first five points. You were like, okay, Jokic gets it. Like it's it's on. Yeah, it's gonna be so important for him to just keep that level head that I was talking about because look, every game for the Nuggets, it's it's not gonna go like this. Like that's just the facts. Uh, unless they just reel off like eighteen wins, who knows? Maybe that's on the table. They're one to know without Jamal Murray. Until just saying. I see they can't. I'm gonna assume they can't. <laughs> no, nah, but they're gonna hit some um they're going to hit some bumps in the road. Yep. You know, they're going to hit adversity. And Yoke has to be the stabilizer. He's got to be the rock for this team now that when things are going bad, he can't go into one of those zones where he's yelling at the refs and pouting and taking himself out of the game. He's got to be so solid for this team because everybody's going to look to him now. Jamal's not there for these guys to look to. Everybody's got to look to Yoke, and he's just got to be solid. He can't get too high or too low. And that's why I felt like tonight was him setting a good tone. So true. We got a super chat from our man, Gordon. Gordon in the super We're chat. We're still here and still balling. Never say die. Gordon, you're a boy. Still balling. Still balling. Never say die. I, I mean, I love that. Like The people, never say die like, nuggets. People are showing like, that they still do believe. Like, like we were like in the dumps, you know, a day ago. We were in the dumps two days ago. Super sad. But now we like, we go out and the nuggets play really, really well. And and show like the like the world really like this is a team that was in the in the finals last year. Yeah, we go out and blow them out. Um, everybody looks good. Um, and, and it was just like you know putting a, a band aid on on the basketball, oh, like, at least protect it for it's a little a bit. Man in the iron mask voting time. Here he comes. <laughs> oh man, that is man a cool. That's a cool mask. like. This is your first time seeing the graphic. I've not seen that before. That is, <laughs> that is madness. <laughs> The man yeah, yeah. in the iron yeah, mask, we, I can't unsee it Nor now. should you. This looks like a, an, an English He looks like mask. a villain on Gotham. <laughs> like you would, you would put rats or bees in this, and then you would make him uh, <laughs> confess to something. Oh, man. Brennan Vote is here. <laughs> oh. He is finally here. Fellas, fellas. Finally here. How was it, Vote? How was the mood in the post-game Zoom? It was good. It was great. Uh, let's get right into it. We'll start with Michael Malone. Let's do it. Who loved how the team played tonight. He just felt like there was joy in how they played. And, guys, that was a theme of the postgame comments from everyone. You know, there was a little bit of that while they were rolling prior to the injury, playing with joy, playing for each other again, obviously absent in those last two games. Uh, they got back to it tonight, and that was what Malone loved the most. Yeah. Quote, tonight we got back to playing our brand of basketball. Yeah, it was Nuggets basketball. That's, that's honestly what we've been talking about for the last 50 minutes. Yeah, this was a – Classic Nuggets win. <laughs> 33 assists, right? Yeah. Crazy. Unreal. Yeah. Um, more from Malone when asked about the, the national media hopping off the bandwagon immediately. Mm. We never listen to the narrative with a little laugh, especially nationally, right? I mean, no one ever gives us a chance. Hook it into my veins. I like that, though. He made sure to, to let us know that he also doesn't listen to local media, but... Also, especially... Especially nationally. <laughs> Come on, Mike, watch the show, man. <laughs> They're leaning into this underdog thing, Dude. you know, as they should. 
As they should. They definitely should, man. This is this is the right move for sure. Michael Porter Jr. I'm playing more with the bench. Quote. I think just trying to be a presence out there that they can rely on if they need a basket at the end of the shot clock. There's no replacing Jamal, but I'll try to do my part to help. Yeah, that, that's a good note because we didn't talk about that when it came to the bench. I think in the first half, he did not play with the bench, and then the second half he did, or he did way more in the second way half. Way more at least, right? Because he wasn't yeah. with the starters in the fourth when they came yeah. back in. And in that sense, he's replacing that Jamal Murray role because Jamal has spent a lot of time with the bench as well. So um, that, that's that's a good note there. Porter, when asked if the goal has changed at all, no. You play to win a championship. Uh, Porter on the notion that Denver can't get it done without Murray. I ain't been hearing that. We just <laughs> we just pay attention to what we believe. That's like that's like a James Harden quote where he just says, like, I'm not online at all. Yeah. Like, I'm he not. did say that. He said, I'm not online much. I love it. Um, it's, I'm, you have no idea how many times I'm going to say I ain't been hearing that. Be yeah, incredible. especially because you are online a lot. <laughs> I am yeah. online all the time. We talked to PJ Dozier. He talked to us about the mood in the locker room with Murray, all things considered. Quote, uh, we all was really down when it first happened, but, you know, he came into the locker room and told us next man up. Um, so Jamal did. Jamal did, yeah. Mm. And PJ said, I think I saw a tweet from Vic Lombardi that Pete told uh, PJ told them on Altitude Radio that Jamal's already been back in the arena. He's already starting his rehab process. Um, <laughs> so he says, you know, you can't keep him out of the gym. Um, more what? from Dozier. This was a big learning moment for me online, guys. Uh, PJ Dozier said, on settling into his role with Denver, he said, quote, just trying to get in where I fit in. Turns out that's a Snoop Dogg quote. I had no idea. Oh, wow. I tweeted I'm, that. I'm, I, quoting, the, I'm the, quoting Jay-Z on the show. PJ Dozier's quoting Snoop Dogg. Are you Dogg. the oldest member of this squad? Uh, no, I think older people would know it more, actually, in this uh, context. But yeah. um, I am white, and that shirt, yeah, the internet will teach you <laughs> stuff real fast, it turns out. Um, so sorry. I noticed that. Forgot you, guys never, <laughs> forgot you guys never made it. I was just sitting over here like, <laughs> um, I'm finding things out, man. <laughs> and then, obviously, we were waiting. Uh, we were <laughs> Learn something new every day. Huh? <laughs> we were waiting for, for Jokic, but it's a very, very long uh, post-game lift. So I don't know if he's going right now, but oh, I didn't he didn't even go yet. No, no, oh. just waiting. But I saw you guys drowning. Figured I should get yeah, down yeah, here yeah. to save the show. <laughs> we were just talking about PJ for the fourth time. Yeah. What are you? What else can you talk about? <laughs> what else is going on on these? You guys games? want my takes? <laughs> yeah. What, what were some of your big takeaways from tonight? Uh, where, where, where are your vibe levels at? Also. Well, the vibes are great. Oh. You know, we talked before the show about how this offense, at least in a regular season setting, isn't necessarily going to skip a, a large beat. At yeah. least great for showing tonight i mean that's that's a lot of points and it looked pretty easy obviously the ball was popping so early returns are good on that monte monte move um facundo Campazzo with the ball in his hands which will happen more with monte morris with the starters that that's probably going to work a little better than turning him into an off-ball player um of course it helps when everyone is hitting their threes him included nonetheless great stuff from the bench uh, Jamichael Green, I think, just needed to see himself have a good stretch, guys. He's yeah. been out of rhythm, out of whack since returning from injury. Um, and you forget that he is. He is a three-point threat, uh, even if not the one we saw early in the season. So, great win. Great win. Uh, one of the things we talked about was, like, uh, P.J. Dozier himself and just, like, when he's playing within the flow of the offense. Um, like, what, what is your takeaway on P.J. Dozier? He actually had a quote on that. He said, when you play within the offense, good things happen. Um, oh, wow. That's music to your ears if you're a Nuggets fan. Wow. It's the number one thing you're Almost wanting like to hear Houston. from PJ. <laughs> and look, it's threading a needle. Like, he talked about this. You don't want to turn down open shots. Yeah. Tonight he took them from three and he made them. Um, but it's a balance, right? You don't want to call your own number too many times, but you can't shy away from your moment to score. Um, look, PJ is a confident guy. Super confident. At all Easy. times. MVPJ. So, he believes in himself and uh, just incredible well, minutes from him MJ, tonight. MJ Dozier. Yeah. MJ Dozier. <laughs> um, here's a stat I just noticed from tonight. Another note on PJ, though. He was super active defensively, also three steals tonight. But Denver had 10 turnovers tonight. They had six in the first quarter, three in the second. So nine in the first half, one second half turnover. One second half turnover. Uh, Malone talked about that. I would say, do they have six turnovers in the first quarter, nine yeah. in the first half? Yeah, yeah Malone, six in the first quarter, three in the second quarter. Yeah, yeah, Malone talked about that as well. It was one of the biggest things that tightened up for them. Uh, he was thrilled, guys. This was – he wanted to embrace this moment, right? It, 
they needed the vibes to be good tonight. They needed something to grasp onto. 17 games left to go. It's a great start. What was he uh, laughing about? Because they were playing the, the post game here. We didn't have the sound, oh, but it you seemed like he was I, laughing I was about something. That. Was it the Keystone Cops? I skipped a great was quote. Was it a shootout at the OK Corral? <laughs> no, I, I skipped a great quote, actually. Uh, someone asked. Someone told Malone it's, it's nice to see him smile. Oh, that's um, nice. Part of a bigger question, of course, but Malone took that and ran with it. It is great to smile. It is great to win. <laughs> this business is unrelenting, uh, yeah. and and I'm smiling because of how we won the game. It yeah. is great to smile. We're all smiling too. Look at me. Never been smiling. Can you hear me better. smiling? <laughs> they can see you. That's an entourage quote. <laughs> all right, uh, Kale, you can cl uh, cue that outro music. Um, heck of a show, guys. Heck of a show. Heck, heck of, of a show. win. Heck of a first night in the uh, new stage of the season. Is this our best show of the year? I, I don't know what's different about it, but it just feels <laughs> feels right. <laughs> yes, yeah, something is missing in this room. I would say nothing is missing. Is it, hard is it, my, is it my ankle? <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back tomorrow with Vic Lombardi <laughs> in studio. Wow. 2 p.m. from the lounge. Make sure to tune into that. Uh, set your reminders. Set your alarm clocks. Do whatever you need to do. Uh, we'll talk to you guys then. Take care. Fraud Before we get out of here, guys, head to StravaCraftCoffee.com. You can get 20% off Strava Craft Coffee. This is an exclusive offer only for DMVR podcast listeners. You can get Strava Craft Coffee, which is packed with CBD, which has been known to help cure tons of stuff. Long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, IBS, aches and pains that you might have. You can get it for 20% off when you use the code DNVR20. That's the code DNVR20, DNVR20. You can also get a Strava Craft Coffee subscription. Get your coffee every two, three, four, six, or eight weeks. And 20% off when you get it delivered. Head to StravaCraftCoffee.com. Use the code DNVR20 for 20% off your order.